Welcome everybody to the GBO podcast where we're talking Gamecock basketball only. Brought to you by Modern Exterminating. We know what bugs you. As always, I'm Sumter. And I am Bryce. Bryce, how you feeling today? I love winning. Yeah? It's the great. Men. They won. Gave me a heart attack today. Oh God, that was awful. <laughs> now I'm going to admit, I was a little bit depressed in the first half. Yeah, it was bad. We're just going to go right into the men's game. We'll get to the women after, but the men. Started off the day in Rock Hill. And yours truly was going up there, but I decided not to at the last second because I heard Kuzinar was out. And I'll admit, last time Kuzinar was out, I lost confidence in the team because yeah. that was before the Coastal game. And last time we played without Kuzinar, Coastal beat us. Man, so when I saw that news, I go, ooh, neutral site game. Florida State. By the way, had a lot of fans up there. I feel like they was a little more Florida State fans than Carolina fans. Well, also, like, that arena only held, like, 1,200 people. It, it was, was a, small. It was a small high school gym. Could the could the Ben Lippin high school gym have held more people? Yes. Yes, yes. That would have been close. Would have been close? Yeah. Yeah. The Spring Valley High School gym definitely could have held more people. Shout out to our alma mater. There we go. <laughs> uh, it was it was very it was very tight. I got depressed, and I'm going to admit I thought we were going to get blown out. It, it, I'm just going to be honest. It felt that way. <laughs> yeah, like they got up by like fifteen was the most sixteen. I think they were up by okay. sixteen. Like, but but it was like a bad sixteen. It was like thirty to to fourteen. We were getting you know, stomped yeah. on. Yeah, like they had our score doubled in the first half. Frank, I think, popped a few veins on the forehead. He screamed pretty good. The camera liked Frank today. I think Frank's veins are like aware of it. They're used to that each game. Yeah. There was one time where Frank was yelling at Wright so much that I thought Wright was going to react in a negative way. But he just turned around. like He literally was like almost spitting into his face. But how did the players... I know this is a little off topic. How do they keep their cool when a coach is about an inch from your face spitting obscenities into your face? I, I don't know. I don't know. They just ignore it. I wouldn't react well. Could, I would. I would. Just, what about wreck, 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 Jim Sumter Link? I, 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 if if I was getting yelled at like that, wreck Jim, I would have just walked past. The now, couch. what if it was me at First Baptist Church downtown um, yelling at you? I would have. <laughs> We're not going to get into that on the. Pod. That's not GBO no, related. No, no, not at all, not at all. But uh, I'm just impressed how the. I know the players love Frank. I'm just saying that if there's a coach just, a, just screaming obscenities at me, I don't know how I'd react in a I, positive way. It, it would not be good. Uh, I if I was a college uh, power five basketball player, I would have had a tough time playing for Frank. Same. Yeah. Because like, I'm emotional, I would I would say something back to him, and he go go to the locker room. <laughs> yeah, I have always wondered, and I don't know how to ask this: if he ever learned how to say something like "get on the bench" in Lithuanian, so oh. that he could have yelled it at, at Cassius and Cassius. I remember in the early years, yeah. he would yell at him, and then they would look at their interpreter. They yeah. would look at their interpreter, and they'd be like, and then their eyes would light up after <laughs> the interpreter would tell them what Frank said. Yeah. But uh, but Frank was very upset this first half, and right, yeah, he had a right, right, rightfully, rightfully so. so. There's yeah. one point in time at the, uh, th- they were up like twenty seven eleven. They were up twenty seven eleven at uh, let's see here, with ten minutes, with with eleven minutes left in the first, they were up twenty seven eleven, and I will say something about our Gamecock team. I thought they were going to fold. We helped and they them. Came- in the, the last the, in couple the last, minutes, in, in, the first in, 
first half? The, the the defense we played on them, they only scored 38 points after the 12-minute mark of the first half. Wow. 38 points. If I had looked at this before the pod, I could have told you what, what type of... Uh, I could have mathed out what type of progression that would be. But, you know, not... 38 points in in over you know in like 32 minutes that's uh it's pretty good well all i know is eric stevenson made me mad in the first half because he was getting his cookies taken that's what the announcer said on the tv which made us a little awkward moment on the tv (laughs) broadcast but he there was two or three times he just was dribbling down the court and he just got the ball stolen and it reminded me of the early years of asani gravit where he couldn't bring the ball up the court without it get stolen yeah, that brought a dark, was, some darkness feelings. Our ball, our ball moment. handling in this game was suspect the whole game, not, not just the start of the and first Florida half. State, they have some athletes and I'm tall, tall, lanky guys. They had three seven footers and two seven footers interchanging. The announcer said a crazy stat about them during the What's game that? that that they are turning teams over twenty on twenty five percent of their possessions or something. That seemed a little high. That seems so unbelievably high. That's like one out of four. Like And I'm assuming they have people that look up those yeah, stats. But right? but just Florida State it, it was a very defense heavy game. Who is more accurate? The GBO podcast stat look uppers? Or ESPN. So, so you and me? Yeah, yeah. That's versus right. a team of interns. Who, and, who do you think does and, better? And, and, uh, and full time researchers? Yeah. Uh, I imagine that the ESPN does better because when we look it up, we're just looking at what they post. Fair enough. <laughs> you, you know, just like, like I'm, I'm literally, I read you the score at the minute 1054 from ESPN's app. So, like. All right. So we, we, we closed the half. On a little bit of a run, even though we missed a lot of free throws, which we'll get into that a little bit in a second, because that's always a thing with Carolina men's and women's basketball no, let's, let's, free throws. Yeah, it, just like, let's get into it now. We haven't done this in a while. So we're down 36-30 at the half, but I think we would have been tied if we would have made our free throws. And I'm talking, we don't just barely miss free throws. I'm talking clank, 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 clank. So, so let's go ahead and do this now. We haven't done this in a while on the pod, but okay. this is the modern exterminating. We know what bugs you this week, and you know what's bugging me? What's bugging you is our free throw shooting. It was it was abysmal today. It was awful, and it got to the <clears throat> point where even the announcers on the radio mm-hmm. and the TV both said it yes. that if Sacramento loses this game, it is because of the free throws. Yeah. So in the in the first half, uh, Florida State goes up way way big on us. And we start kind of just chipping away at it, little just by little, little by little. Yep. We got it down to three at halftime, right? Well, no, was, we we're down six at half. Six at thirty-six thirty. Yeah, yeah we, we got it down to six at halftime, and we go on a run at the end of the half where we play some great defense, and we hold FSU to hitting no field goals in the final six and a half minutes of the first. That's half. pretty good in D one basketball. Right? That is pretty good. We didn't right? do that at Coastal. Is in, that fair to say? We did not do that at Coastal, and uh, and. A couple of trips while we're making this run. It was a very slow run. Like we, we were turning a, it over occasionally. We were turning and we were fouled them a couple of times. They, right. they did they did score some points and, and made some foul shots. But uh there's a couple of times while we're going on this run. Um Carter goes to the line to, and misses the front end of a one oh, and one. Oh, that was bad. That uh, was bad. Misses the front end of a one and one, so it's like missing two. Right. You know. Uh then and Carter's our best free throw shooter. Then the, then my not goes to the line on the next possession misses two 
Which right? no one had any doubt yeah. that was going to happen. Um, Carter then, we shot six free throws down that stretch, all right, uh, in that six and a half minute like End run. Into the first, right? In, into the first. And then uh, Carter goes to the line with an and one and makes it. Bryant then gets fouled towards the end of the half and hits one of two. And like, and and we were just two for six. Like, if if we just, you know, if, if Carter just, if they just hit a couple more, we cut the lead to four, three, two points. And then we can't put the game away because of free throw shooting. Because we had a, that little run early second half where James Reese hit a three. Yeah. Hit a two. Yeah. Hit another three. Little 8-0 run, just James Reese. And I want to say, because he got, the reason we were down early, we got in foul trouble. A lot of guys got fouls, Stevenson, Levesque, and Reese. And when that happened, that's why that run started. But in the second half, wasn't as many dumb fouls. And with them in, we're a lot better with our starters. Any team can say that, right? When your starters are in there, not in foul trouble. And that's how that kind of started that run in the second half. And when we got up eight, I was going, <laughs> we're going to run away with it. And then all of a sudden, they Whoa. took it down. I think they got it to one point, Yeah, I believe. Yeah. But I want to, before we get to the end of the game, shout out to Jacoby Wright and Devin Carter. They played great. They did not play like freshmen. No. And Devin Carter's getting to the point where I'm going to do a little bit of a comparison that might freak you out. Okay. He looks like early Thornwell before his last two years. So not great Thornwell, but okay. I'm talking like where he's driving to the basket and getting fouled. So he has one similarity with Thornwell. And I'm just saying it in right. that right there. He right. can drive and get fouled and when he is, muscles up. When's the last time you saw Devin Carter make a three-point shot? I think he's only made one or two on the year. Okay, so so he's not early Thornwell in all aspects. But Okay, call but, me out. But, but. Do, having, we don't have a lot of people that can drive having, having strong. Having said this, early Thornwell, early Sundarius Thornwell would be would be very jackal and hide. He, he would be on, he would be off. Uh, and we're talking like sophomore, his sophomore year, especially when Frank's teams were just starting to um, really play well in SEC play. So that Sundarius's junior year, that was they the went year we just missed the they, they went 11 and seven in SEC play. Sundarius's senior year, they, they go 12 and six. I think they go 10 and eight in SEC play his sophomore year. And, um, and yeah. we missed the NIT, but but the team was starting to come together, and um, and he on his off nights, what was so wonderful about him is that he would just he'd have fifteen points going eleven for thirteen from the free throw line, you yeah, know, three buckets, yeah, yeah, and and, 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 and he he'd, he'd be like three for seven from the floor, you, you know, or something, or or even worse, three for ten. And uh, and then he'd he'd be like eleven for thirteen from the free throw line, and um, and would just have like 15, 16 points that way, even when he was cold. And C- Carter's doing the same thing. Carter was uh, C- Carter shot seven free throws today. He only made four of them, which was but, low for him. But getting but, um, to the line is what we need here. And uh, and and he definitely did it. And then Jacoby Wright didn't really look like overmatched like he did at Coastal. He came out to play, and he was playing down the street. From where he's from, Fort Mill, not too far from Rock Hill. Yeah. And so I'm assuming he had some family there, but he played great. So shout out to Wright and Carter. Did not look like freshmen today, and we really needed every bit of them today. Yeah, Wright didn't shoot the ball well, but he didn't turn it over a ton. Oh, as a point guard with Cousinard at, it was pretty much Wright. Uh, he played He played 27 minutes, basically played the point for us. And Chico Carter and was he only our backup. It, and he only yeah. turned it over three times. And then shout out to Chico Carter. A few buckets, yeah. a little... 
but we don't see much of Chico Carter. Especially especially in that run, in that in the half, he he helped us chip away at it. So anyway, shout we, out to him too. Yeah. And then Levesque manned up today. Yeah. A little bit. He also disappeared for at times. Well, of course, he's up and down, but I would you say he's our only most consistent post player oh, overall. He's, he's hands down. He's our best post player overall. When he when when he's in we do well. Yeah. So anyway, we're going down the stretch. We're up seven, eight. They cut it to one. I think it was like maybe a minute and a half, two minutes. Yeah. yeah. Keyshawn Bryant down the stretch, big buckets. And then Keyshawn Bryant gets rejected on a dunk. And it looked it looked close to being a foul. I think the kid there got was it some clean. arm. You think it was clean? Okay, I let's, thought a little hand got let's hit. Let's put it this way: if that had been if that had been a Florida State guy and that had been Bryant on the block, you'd have been livid. If I would have said we just took his soul away, and he has a family. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and you'd have been livid if a if like a late whistle had come in once once they yeah. You, so seven seconds left. They have the ball. They're drawing up the play. They drive and then they kick out to it. I'm talking. He was eight, open. Eight to ten feet open. He very open. And what did you initially think? I was happy we weren't sending them to the foul line. That the odds That's of them true. making they were so, making free throws. So, so my thought on this was: I don't care if it's an open shot. I would rather them take an open. We have a a higher percentage of winning the game with them taking an open shot versus them versus them at the foul line. And um, also, I wanted to get to the women's game. Fair enough. I, I, uh, Fair the, enough. We and, had to rush uh, for that. And I really wanted it to end in regulation, like just for selfish reasons. Did not want them going to the free throw line, making one out of two. Yeah, I had to watch oh, the last three, four minutes in the parking lot at Carolina Arena, Colonial Life Arena, because you know you have to beat that traffic to get that's, into that permanent that, parking. That's right. Especially for that uh, for for that crowd going to the women's game today. Well, twelve to thirteen thousand of just greatness. But anyway, before we get into that. Gamecocks win. They beat so in the net rankings they were eighty eight. Right. Florida State so a little outside of the Q one. So Q two on a neutral yep. court. I think it's up to seventy five for a Q one. So Q two win. But then in the um, Ken Palm, yeah, top fifty. FSU's top fifty in Ken top Palm. Top fifty. Wow, that's great. I didn't. I thought I, usually they're at somewhat close. So that was interesting to see that. So in Ken Palm, that's a Q one win. Yeah. So, now, I'm not going to say that totally makes up for Coastal, but you'd admit going into the game, Vegas had them by six and a half. Big win today. Yeah. Not eliminating that Q4 loss of Coastal. Vegas had FSU by six and a half? That's right. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, d- definitely a big win. It doesn't eliminate the loss to Coastal. It, it honestly aggravates me even more. This is, like, obviously I'm happy that we won. Obviously I'm proud of the, the of them for winning without Cousinard. And it was wonderful watching these two freshman plays, especially watching Devin Carter becoming a star, potentially in front of our eyes. Um, but just, why couldn't we do this against Coastal? It's coaching. It's, it, it is coaching. We were ready to play this game. We were not ready to play the Coastal game. Like, it's sad. Yeah. And, uh, and, and as a result, like, if, so, if, if so, we... If we win the coastal game, we're what eight and one. That's right. We're eight and one. We're, we're seven and two. We're seven and two right, right now. We're we're eight and one going into Allen. 
That's right. So sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're eight and one, and uh, and like we might have gotten a vote or two for the AP poll. Mm. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. So going into the season, about if, us I, and, if I yeah. told you going to where we are from the start of the season to now that we would be seven and two, would you agree that you would have not thought that two of those wins would have been Georgetown, Florida State, and then two of the losses would be Princeton and Coastal, or would you have believed that? I would have totally. It would have. To, I would would have totally believed. That the two losses were Princeton and then hundred percent because that is the Frank Martin. It's the Frank Martin way, like which like, makes you so angry. It makes me so angry, like. But we're not going to harp too much on that. I know that was no. last episode, but yeah, hey, yeah, we yeah. won. We won. The team is on pace to make the NCAA tournament. So far, so good. Like, Even though that Coastal one like, still like, burns, but like, like obviously they have to have a good SEC schedule. But if they can close, what is so they we're have? seven? We're seven and two. We got four more games. You have Allen at right. Clemson, Army. SC State. Okay, so obviously Frank Martin is our head coach. So I cannot say that three of those four games are guaranteed wins, but they should be they guaranteed. They should be. Wins. And then Clemson is struggling as of late. Yes. They should be so so Allen should should be like Allen, SC State, and um what'd you say the other one was? Army. Army. Uh should be um wins. So that's ten and two. That takes us to ten and two. We're seven and two. And then the Clemson game's the toss-up. Man, eleven and two out of this would be would be amazing. I wouldn't have saw it coming, but hey, let's just I see. Let's don't jump ahead again. Let's just see what happens. Let's but let's beat out. Let's beat Allen. Let's beat Allen on Tuesday night. Let's that's that's what we need to do. Let's start with that. As as Skip Holtz would say, that's what's important now. Skip Holtz reference. Sorry, sorry, that was that that was not GBO. a, a Gamecock basketball only reference. We just want to apologize for that non GBO related even content. Though, even though the phrase is related to the basketball team. Fair enough. In this case. Fair enough. Yes. So anyway, 66-65 win. Devin Carter, MVP, 16 points. Reese 13. Levesque 10. That goes back to my thing. Big three. You got big three scores. You win the game. Sure, but you don't well, like my reference, but I mean, every time we like, win, we have three guys that well, yeah, show up in yeah. the points department. Yeah, but but just like we easily could have lost this game because we needed a few more points out of a couple. I of would games. have said a lot of bad words in the parking lot, and there's a lot of old oh. people listening on the radio, oh, and I would have caused a scene probably. Oh, but hey, it yeah. didn't happen. So, hour after this, it, honestly, this game ends at two twenty. Twenty minutes, twenty five minutes yeah. later. Yeah, we ladies tip, tip it off with number eight Maryland, and I'll tell you what that Maryland team that was a dog fight. That's the best basketball team the the ladies have played. And Destiny Henderson was in warmups, look look good, but didn't play. Yeah, and without her, we're not as our dominant selves. I have to at least say that without Henderson, we're a little bit of a step back. Well, obviously, I mean, without arguably our best player, obviously Boston is our best player, but. And no, Honestly, Henderson, like Henderson's our best player too. If that makes sense, that's like well, Henderson, Cook, and Boston run the show. Yeah, and and Henderson's a senior, and like against Connecticut, she was dominant down the stretch. Yeah, just just handling the ball. But we needed her today. And then you know the Amahair at point project is somewhat still going on, but you could see the difference between playing K State. Yes, and playing number eight Maryland, even yeah. that, and even their point guard was kind of a bigger girl. So it's just, I just don't. I, I'm hoping that that Henderson's back sooner than later. You know they're at Duke coming up, but 
we need her back. Just want to preface that. And then also, Dawn Staley today, I didn't see Littleton Hurt or Russell. Littleton and Russell don't even play. Yeah. So you're looking at guard Zia Cook and then Rivers, freshman. Those are pretty much the only guards that play all day today. I think Cook maybe went out a minute or two. Bree Hall came in. I don't know if she's kind of a combo. You could maybe call her guard forward. Yeah, but she came in for but majority of the game. But she only came in when when girls started getting in foul but, trouble. But just I don't know what the strategy was that, so we'll have to check out the post game for that. But so Amihair, I believe, was in the game because number fifteen from Maryland um, was awesome, and um, Amihair basically was in the game to guard her the whole game. She's uh, Amihair is our best defensive player. Other than Boston, probably, but our best like wing defensive player, okay. and uh, and she guarded um, number fifteen on Maryland basically the whole game when she was in the game, and uh, that girl could shoot, that girl could handle the ball, that that girl was was big and was awesome, had a little bit of an attitude. And um, she in L.A. kind of got with it a couple of times. Right. Was she talking about the Angel Girl? Yes. Number 10? Yes. No, 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 no. I'm talking about uh, uh, 15. Okay, because the Angel Girl post player, she was dominant, too. The, the, she, Angel was good, too. I. Um, but early in the game, we were down the first quarter. Like They kind of took it to us early. We were down a few points in the first. I think we ended the first quarter 13-13 tie. But I'm telling you, that was a... felt like I watched a football game in that first quarter. Yes. Just... Just bruising, fouling, turnovers, blocks. I lost track of the blocks that we had today. Oh, there were so many. I was talking about uh, Owusu. Okay. Um, w- was really good. Uh, and uh, we had fifteen blocks God. today. <laughs> but uh, but the, the defense was great. We were big. We were big. I mean, outside of Cook, we were six two plus the rest yeah. of the floor. I mean, yeah. Like, and Maryland was tall too. The, uh, the they didn't really have it. They only played about three or four, maybe three off the bench. They didn't have a heavy. Are bench. you aware of what the rebounding margin was? What was that? Do you, Do you want to take a guess at it? Don't look. Don't look. I know, I see you looking right now. I looked. Ah, uh, you. We you, almost doubled them up. Yeah, th- th- there's no way you would have come up with sixty one thirty four. No. We out rebounded them sixty one thirty four. But that helps when you're yeah playing six two plus almost at every position. Uh Bree Beal was after it on the boards. Obviously Boston was too. Yeah, Beal got in foul trouble a little bit. She probably would have done better if she wasn't in foul trouble. But um Zia Cook and Boston, that was their game today. So anyway, going into the half I will say this. We, we were started up for it the half. We started slow. We started slow. And uh we went on a little run. <clears throat> we went on a little run in the um in the second quarter, and we just couldn't break it open. Like we, five we, to seven points, and you're we, like, this, this is it. This is it. We almost broke it open, and we just couldn't. We, we turned it over. We we went up by like seven, and then we got another steal, and um and and their their power their post player stole the ball on the break from oh. Cook at, at oh, half yeah. court. It had been four on one. Oh, it was it was four on one. Stole the ball stole the ball from Cook and they came and scored it. It would have gone from a nine it went from a eight nine, point down to four. That's yeah, what I eight, remember that. Eight to four, nine to five, something like that. Yeah. So second half up and down. 
I think we always would get up to five to seven. We think we're going to break it away. They would tie it up or go up. I think it. We were we're down a few times, down two a few times in the second half. Yeah, and I was getting a little frustrated. The Amahair at point it was you know, it wasn't Chris offense. It pretty well, much got down to Zia Cook driving and shooting or Boston or Saxton getting yeah. the rebound. I mean we we got to where we couldn't um, we couldn't really just get a bucket unless we went into Boston and Boston posted someone up. Or cook, right. or or we or, got a rebound put back, or we got a rebound put back. We we really couldn't get a bucket because all of Cook's second half points they all came on transition breaks, right? And and from the line, yeah. Because I will give her some credit; she was getting to the line. Yep. However, however, this is we've done the modern exterminating. What's bugging you already? But this is modern exterminating. What's bugging me? Part B. Okay. Ooh, du- all right. Part deuce. All right, and that is free throw shooting. All right. The Gamecocks today. We would have won by twenty. The Gamecocks today tried to give away two wins from the free throw line. Both the men and the women. It was terrible. At the end of this game, at the end of this game, there was a sequence in which we went to the free throw line, missed the first one, missed the second one, get the rebound, get fouled. Okay. Make, Make the one. first one, miss the second one, get the rebound, and get fouled again. And that pretty much won the game towards miss the end. Miss the next two. Right. We shoot six free throws on a single possession, and I think we made we might have made two. We might have made the first one and missed. It was and either two first... out of six or three out of six, but like... It, it, no, it, no, 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 no. It was, no, it was definitely not... We definitely missed the last two. Which means we had to have missed four. But hey, they battled for the rebounds. They wanted it more at the end of the game. Yeah. The ladies, they got yeah. hit in the mouth. Yeah. And they finished it down the stretch with just dominant rebounding off yeah. those free throws. This, this Maryland team is the best team that they've played. They're um, better than UConn, even when UConn was healthy. I yeah. Think. When, uh, so I'll tell you what I'm thrilled about. What's about, that? Uh, so if we extend to the national women's basketball landscape. Obviously, we kind of mentioned this last week. Um, right before we went on the pod, Paige Beckers had blown out her knee. for She's the she's the star for, for UConn. She's out the six to eight weeks. I forgot the injury they said, but she could be back oh, in six to eight weeks. That's wonderful. That I, I had not heard that. I thought I thought she was done for the and season. And then FUD, the number one recruit in the country, her, she got hurt too. I don't know. Yeah. Her prognosis, but uh, but but Beckers is their best player, of course, and uh, they then lose to Georgia to unranked Georgia Tech by like fourteen, right? Like like in the middle of the week, and I mean that's hard. Like losing York, I think it was the first time they lost to a non-ranked team in like fifteen years. It, that's <laughs> incredible, uh, but but I'll tell you what I love, I love that we got that, that we already beat them. When they were full strength. When they were full strength. Yeah, of course. And uh but uh but this this Maryland team is very good. We might see them again. I'm just gonna guess they're gonna win the Big Ten. Yeah. yeah. Keep forgetting they're in the Big Ten. I almost was just like Aren't yeah, they an ACC team? Yeah, yeah. But, but no. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're solid. But that's hey. because they're irrelevant in the Big Ten on things we don't talk about on this podcast. Sixty six fifty nine win, another top ten win. Can't you can't get used to those, right? 
So is this? So we've now played number eight. We played four top ten teams. We so so Maryland was number eight. Was Oregon number eight when we played them? They were number nine. They were number nine. We played UConn was two, right? And NC State was five. That's correct. And our next game's against Stanford, right? No, we're at Duke on Excuse Wednesday. Is, is, Cameron Indoor. We're at Duke. Then and we're back Stanford home. Stanford the following Tuesday. Yeah, th- then we're back home to play Stanford. And that's going to be is the... Duke ranked? Stanford Number ranked. 19. Duke's, Duke's number 19. 19. Stanford, I believe, is in the top 10. Yeah. Man, Dawn just... I love it. It's it's awesome. There's no off week. There's no off week. She just... She fills it up. They don't... I'll, I'll tell you what she doesn't do. Goes and plays at Coastal. No. She might <laughs> no. go to South Dakota, though. She might go to South Dakota. But... Uh, but but you know, Coastal's like, let's do a home and home. Yeah, no, I'll just schedule Duke. Cool. See, no, no. <laughs> but hey, shout out to Boston, Miss Double Double. Excuse me, Coastal does a two for one. We That's need right. to, we, we need to amend this. Uh, Sorry, Kyle, you were right. Found the article. It was a two for one. So shout uh, out to our listeners correcting us, which cor- is fine. Corrected too. us out there on the pod. It, that was the end of a two for one, um, in which th- that. Happened over about six years, I think. Spread out, right? Spread out over like... But we won two out of three. That's right. But hey, shout out to Cook, 20 points. Boston, 16 and 16. Right now, she's playing like the National Player of the Year. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. She's playing dominant. So, I I would say I haven't watched all the other, like, top teams. I've watched a few. I, I, I've watched a few too. You know why? They've played the Gamecocks. That's right. Uh, but uh but so the, but the Page girl at UConn was up there but with her was hurt. up there. Yeah. But but uh but she was the only one in 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 contention with Boston of anybody that we've played. Boston has been the best player on the court every game that we've played. And probably that NC State center. But Boston was She's better. There. Boston yeah, was she better, was that, better that game too, but yeah. yeah. And that was at Raleigh. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, women 10 and 0, no big deal. It's a big deal. It's it is a big, a big deal. deal. And Four it took top some, ten wins. I will say this: it took some work today. Hey, it, at one point in the, in the fourth quarter, I think we were down two, three. I thought we were losing. I thought we were going to lose. I thought Could we were going to admit losing. we couldn't hit a free throw to save our lives. Well, that's we, that's the South Carolina way. It's not the the women's way. It's not. They've never been in the top half. We've always been in the back half. It's maybe it, maybe it, they're it's just the water. better. Maybe it's just that they're better than the men. Is it the water in Columbia? <laughs> How is our water? I don't know. We need to check that out. What are the Does water cause bad free throw shooting? I mean, you can't prove that it doesn't. I mean, I'm, I'm sure. Do you... they? Have, I don't even think any of our I'm... teams have a free throw coach. That'd be nice to have, right? Would you take that job for a certain? Why would Why would they want me coaching them how to shoot free throws? Because you're somewhat of a solid surprise basketball player. I mean, I can make a free throw, yes, but but like I've never taken a free throw in a college basketball. I game. mean. Yours truly has seen you in the rec gym, rec gym, rec gym, pushing people around. Sure, big difference between that and colonial life. Fair enough. They don't want to hire me as the free throw coach, but uh, but the the men definitely like need to look into this because it's bad. It's going to cost us a game. You know, we we're going to lose. The men are going to lose an SEC game because of free throws. We on like if I if. I can't believe we beat, we held on to beat FSU, like with how poorly we shot free throws down the stretch. And the women didn't shoot free throws much better. The men shot fifty percent today. Um, I really there was a point in the men's game where they were at like forty one percent, and I really wanted to come on the pod and say if Lakeem Jackson had taken all of our free throws, he would have made more. But uh, 
and I still have my contest to see. Yeah, that's I right. need to shoot ten free throws in a gym to see if I'm better than Lakeem Jackson that's, in free throws. That's right. That's 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 like ten years in the making now. Um, but uh, but the women were, it was not great. Um, Fifteen for twenty-seven from the line. That's not good. Fifty-five percent. But that's kind of where our men live too. So yeah. hey, that's what's bugging us this week. Maybe they'll free throw shooting. Start shooting them. Free better. throw shooting bugs me most weeks. Well, we had a question come to the Gmail. Okay. Gamecock basketball only. All right. I'm gonna hit it with you. I, I would love to hear it. All right, from our listener Mike. Mike. All right. And he's talking about the Frank Martin men's basketball team. Okay. So it's a if, men's basketball question. If we. Yep, we, we we need a little promo for re- reader emails. If there's any any of our listeners want to sponsor the podcast, Ooh. we could we could the, the, this this segment that we're about to do here, where we take um, listener questions, listener questions. We can you, you feel free to sponsor this segment. You know, listener questions brought to you by you know whatever whatever business you run. Well, this week they don't sponsor us, but I'm gonna give them a shout out, Todd. At Rambo's Fat Cat Biscuits, killing it out there in Cotton Town. And and if he wants Love to, their if sandwiches. he wants to send us some biscuits, ooh, we can. Well, we consume them. Oh, oh we will. I we consumed will. one this morning. Oh, was it delicious? It's fantastic. So shout out to Todd, Rambo's Fat Cat Biscuits. Great. Are we great are we like recruiting to sponsor? Is this what we're trying to do right now? I know he listens. I know he listens to the pod. Great place to go visit. Have a great breakfast. Let's get sandwich. the uh, let's get the let's get the listener. I question. keep calling them sandwiches, but they got biscuits galore. Anyway. All right. If no one transfers out, which <laughs> okay, let's try to keep that Sorry. down. If no one transfers out, so we're living in okay, we're living in a dream yeah. world. What does our roster look like next year? What positions do we need to improve on? Okay, so the men's team. If no one so transfers, who's going to graduate? We'll have to so, go off that. So, well, I don't know because of COVID. Like, no, I've already looked this up. Okay. I actually have this ready. Look at you. You have James Reese. Doesn't have any more years of eligibility. Okay. He's gone. All right. And then AJ Wilson, gone. Is gone. Okay. So those are the only ones that truly will lose. Everybody else has another year. Right. And we have two recruits over already. Okay. So that's so technically So that's the team. That's the team. Okay. All right. So we're gonna have to get stronger at power forward and center. I don't know. Because so, at the four right now, you have Wilson or Brandon Martin. No. Yeah, but 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 uh, and uh, and Woodley Woodley comes in and plays the four. I'm talking a bit. about from a majority starter situation. Yeah, so uh, we will have to find a starter at, at the four. Who started the four when uh when Woodley when um with, with Wilson, Wilson out it was Martin a little bit and a little bit of before, Josh Gray little Josh, Josh Gray. Gray from so, LSU I, so so I could see Josh Gray developing a lot being being absolute being just fine you know like um I think he'll get there but he's um, on the way uh the the, the we actually Levesque, have Levesque will be a senior next year I believe we, we actually have more depth at big than like any Carolina team I've watched in a long any Frank Martin Carolina team in a, in a long time I think Eric Stevenson has one more year that'd be great uh it'd be great if he could get some if he could go on a couple of hot nights Keyshawn Bryant against... will have another year oh well, sign and me up technically Cousinard has another year that's incredible so you could have a lot of seniors next year if they all came back 
Yeah, I but mean it's a it's a good the chances team. of this team not having transfers, even because the recently so, that I don't so, see that happening. So, let's just assume as long as those guys don't transfer, we're fine. You, right. you, you know, like you gotta like, have that core come back. As long as the core comes back, and, and see that's the problem. And that, will will Frank be coaching next year? Is that is that 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 matters? That on the is roster the question too. to be determined. D- determined. And um, what's our stance on that? Make the tournament. Make he can the come tournament. Back? Yeah. Uh, if if he makes the tournament, sign sign me up for another year, of Frank Martin. If he doesn't make the tournament, it's time to move on. Yep. Um, but uh, but as far as next year goes, th- this team has some potential, and very few of them are out of eligibility. Is I think how I'm going to call it because okay. some of these guys are seniors, but COVID gives them another year. Right. And so um. So very few of them are out of eligibility, and so like so if Frank's the coach next year, and we don't lose a lot of transfers, a lot of upperclassmen. Yeah, yeah. So and a lot of room to grow. Like Josh Gray could be a real good college basketball player. And Carter and Wright, another year. Carter looks very good. If that if he could just make a three pointer once or twice, oh my God, would he be good? Man, you could say that about Keyshawn Bryant making three pointers too. That's true. That's true. You you were trying to compare Carter to uh to Sundarius Thornwell. I tried. Okay. And um I want him to become Sundarius Thornwell, but it's very possible he's Keyshawn Bryant. Could be. Yeah. Keyshawn Bryant I, is the ultimate ten foot jump shooter and the dunk master. And that ten foot jump shot has only been a recent development. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> because in, two or three years ago, Keyshawn Bryant taking a ten foot jumper, it was not a it was it was not a good situation. All right, that's all we got. Good week. Hey, good day. Good day of Gamecock basketball today. Two wins, one for each for the men and women, and uh, coming into the day, we could have lost both of them. <laughs> In the way we shot from the free throw line, we should have lost both of them. So hopefully we improve free throw shooting and we get some wins. So the men have Allen coming up, and then Clemson. I got a question yep. about Allen. Yep. Does it count to the wins and loss schedule? So it's not an exhibition. It's going to count on the record, but the NCAA tournament committee will not be looking at that, counting that as a against our resume. I, I know question. that's confusing. It's not an exhibition. It does count, if we but were, it doesn't count against on our resume. If we were to lose, does it count on our resume? Ooh, we need to look that up. Let's don't lose to Allen. <laughs> Let's not lose to Allen. That would be bad. That would be very bad. But I'm just saying, like, if the win doesn't count on our resume, you know, Frank, Mar- Frank Martin's never ce- ceased to surprise oh. me. Oh God, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm like knocking on wood right now. To, uh, uh, sorry about that, uh, shaking the mic there, but I, uh, I don't want to jinx the Gamecocks and be the reason that we lose to Allen. Well, and I want to finish this show with Felipe Hase dominated Coastal Carolina the game after. No, he did <laughs> and not. Mercer beat Why Co- did we not lead and, with this? And Mercer beat Coastal Carolina the game after ours, by the way. How many points did Hase put on? I don't remember that exactly, but him and Mercer Get beat out. Coastal. Uh, no. Y- your boy. And Todd, Rambo's oh fat cat biscuit, loves him some Felipe Hase. <sighs> I'm so sad. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Good day at Gamecock basketball. Anyway, some former Gamecocks taking care of business. Yeah. So hey, Gamecocks we'll- taking care of business today. That's right. Yeah. All right, guys. It's been fun. We'll do it again next week. Hopefully it's with a few more wins. Yep. I'm Bryce. I'm Sumter. We out. Go Cox.